0: Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at bloomberg.com/techsf.
1: You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Deutsche Bank. The shares of Deutsche Bank have fallen by more than 48% this year. Many investors are concerned that the lender faces a hefty fine from the U.S. Justice Department. But could there be more to worry about in Deutsche Bank? Vernon Silver is our projects and investigations reporter for Bloomberg News and our Rome Bureau. And he joins us now to tell us more. Vernon, tell us about mismarking deals. And is 37 37 deals, is that considered to be... Uh, well, you go ahead and tell the story because this involves a lot of money.
2: Yeah, here's here's what's interesting. Here, here in Italy, there's a well-known scandal, which is how the oldest bank in the world, Monte Paschi, allegedly used a, a transaction to conceal hundreds of millions of of losses. <clears throat> but on the other end of that trade uh, was Deutsche Bank, and the investigations into that led to a, opened a door, a can of worms, into a whole bunch of other transactions uh, in the range of almost $12 billion worth, in which the accounting by Deutsche Bank on its side of the deal was similar to what they did with Monty Pasqui. Now, there was no covering up of, of uh, losses the way they did with Paschi. But what's interesting about Deutsche Bank's own accounting is they, le- they lent all this money out, but they didn't put it on their balance sheet. Um, and and that's where uh, the, the auditors found something of interest, and that's where Deutsche Bank already has had to restate the way that it accounts for these billions of loans. Um, it's not material; it's not anything. They have more than a trillion dollars in assets. You know, it's not going to tip the scales about their their financial health. But analysts are saying that this is indicative of the complexity behind the real numbers uh, of Germany's largest bank.
3: Well let's just, just just take this a little bit further to really break it down for us in terms of what they did and why. will they say, oh, uh, we were it's a complex transaction and we did exactly what we were supposed to do with it. that's why it's not there. Will this be a case where they'll eventually be charged with and have to admit to out and out fraud what? Specifically, is is this going to turn on? Because quite apart from, you know, n- losing money, there's a whole question of credibility of of behavior that it sounds like they crossed way over the line.
2: Absolutely, this is a question of uh, of reputational risk, and this is what the the auditors point out. There's nothing in here to, to indicate that anybody committed any crime, um, and there was a justification for the way that they accounted for these loans without actually making them look like there were loans on their balance sheet. But what happened is the accountants, the auditors, uh, uh, came in and said, no, you, you, you can't you can't do it this way. And it wasn't a mistake. Um, the, the papers that we've looked at about the way that the monty Paschi deal was constructed showed that it was uh, really important that they account for these off of the balance sheet, um, right. because the more, the more of these deals you can do without it impacting uh, you know, your own finances, the better, is the way that, that the analysts who are trying to understand that are saying. Vernon, do we
1: also need to be concerned about derivatives? Because in the 2015 annual report, Deutsche Bank said that its exposure to derivatives was nearly $47 trillion now, I I, understand, I know this is the notional value, so uh, it's not as if uh, it's going to oversee all of their, you know, counterparty uh, right. transactions and clearings, but $47 trillion?
2: Yeah, to, to, put, to put this in context as a political issue, because, look, we're in Europe and there's, you know, the politics are swarming all around this here in Rome. Prime Minister Renzi, when asked, you know, hey, aren't you going to clean up the Italian banks and Monte Paschi, are you going to have to bail them out? One of his biggest uh, and strongest responses is to say, you know, what me worry, look at Deutsche Bank and the derivatives they've got. Uh, look at the German banks. Um, so that's that's part of what you brought up is exactly what the Italian political response uh, to this is. And it'll be interesting to see, as both Deutsche Bank and Monte Paschi, coincidentally or not, the two banks involved in, in the deal that sparked all this, uh, if either of them gets closer to the brink, um, if it becomes a political issue of, you know, we'll clean up our if you clean
3: up yours, well, you know, it, it, it also, it, this it seems to be the potential parallel uh, to the 2008 2009 uh, banking crisis in the United States. Uh, ben Bernanke said he hated bailing out those banks, right? But he had to to support the financial system. Now, if I'm Renzi, if I'm the Italian regulators and government, maybe I say, look, uh, we can maybe I could they could kick out managers. They could take that FDIC like kind of step. But they might say, no, we cannot let big institutions like this go down.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the case with Monte Paschi, which, you know, some of the, you know, the investors have, and, and even political figures have pointed out as a possible spark of some kind of systemic risk. Um, that's why there is such a urgent need on the part of the Italian government to make sure that it sells off its bad loans and that it gets, uh, new, new investors. But what we're seeing with, with this Deutsche Bank transaction and the fact that there was, there was accounting around the world, uh, that was, that was constructed to not show exactly the way things really were is, is the question of, this is the whole way that you do business has to be changed. Um, do we really know what the risks are and are there incentives or disincentives, uh, for, for this kind of financial engineering.
3: Vernon Silver, terrific reporting. Thank you so very much for uh, joining us. He is Bloomberg News investigations reporter in Rome. His story today, Deutsche Bank mismarked 37 deals like Pesky's. the audit says. Very important story, very important development for European banks and the European financial system. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with P.M. Fox. We're going to be turning our attention to financial advisors who's one
0: of the top women advisors in the country. This is Bloomberg. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang.